All right, all right. Okay, Matthew McConaughey, tone it down. My last week's episode got two plays. One was me, and one, I believe, was my friend Angie. So if you're out there listening to this, this one's for you, Angie. I had a great week with a few twists and turns. The beginning of the week on Monday kicked off with one of those moments where things crystallize. You know, the crystallizing moment. And oh God, I love those moments. It's like the feeling where I have a lot of different loose threads that seem related, but I don't know how. And then boom, an idea pulls them all together. That particular idea is to develop an online training program called Exit Ticket. An Exit Ticket would be a program that would help business owners optimize their business internally and then put the business up for sale. So essentially, it would help folks sell their companies. That's why I call it Exit Ticket. The reason why I'm so excited about that is because my friend and partner, Greg, who, uh, Greg, Carrie, who, um, he and I do the leverage pod together and we talk constantly about ways to optimize and improve, um, both businesses as well as entrepreneurs lives. And every week I'm talking to different entrepreneurs, business owners, e-commerce, you know, whatever the case may be. And I hear the same story over and over again. Oh man, I'm sick of this business. I don't know what to do with it. My buddy said I might be able to sell it. Is that true? Can you even sell a company like this? The answer is yes. And all the content I've been wanting to write and the discussions around, you know, in the leverage pod, they all kind of flow into this topic of helping entrepreneurs successfully and optimally exit their business. So I'm really excited about that idea. I think there's a good market for it. And I hope it continues to develop and mature. The Leverage Pod is the kind of content engine behind that whole thrust. Um, And we, Greg and I, shot an episode just via Zoom of our second episode of the Leverage Pod this week. And it felt awesome. I'm I'm proud of that. I'm excited about that. And I can't wait to put it out there. I'm just getting these things edited, and then I'll start releasing the episodes. As my direction and momentum has gradually mounted in this content production game, I joined an online course called Ship 30 for 30. And it's it's essentially just an accountability program that helps you force yourself to write a 250-word atomic essay every day for 30 days and publish it. And they make it easy. They give you training wheels. They give you lots of, you know, brainstorming prompts and all this. Really well done program. But I'm glad I'm doing it now because it's forcing me to actually kind of write up all the stuff that I'm thinking about. And I've been writing every day anyways, so I have kind of a good foundation to build off of. I shipped my first essay yesterday on Saturday and I posted it on Twitter at like 10.30 p.m. Saturday night thinking no one will ever look at this anyways. And it has performed exceptionally well. 
I'm so surprised and really pumped about that. It's got over 100 likes. It's been viewed 20,000 times and has a couple thousand engagements. So it's got a really good engagement rate. All right, the reason why I'm so, so pumped about this is, one, it was my own completely original work. I mean, of course, you know, based on resource material and experience, but it was a totally original piece that I sat down and wrote myself, put it out into the world, and a lot of people responded to it. The other thing is this post was nowhere close to the work or best work that I'm capable of. I didn't take the time to really polish it. Uh, it was a little redundant. I didn't share it the right way. I didn't post it in the right kind of thread. I didn't post it at the right time. You know, I, I have a lot of awareness around what was good and what wasn't good about this piece. So the fact that something that I created is being shared as I speak, like as we speak and engage with, and I know how to make it 10x better going forward, it's a really big confidence boost. So I'm excited and thankful about that, my next Twitter win. Let's wrap this up with some business news. I've been hyping up this deal where I'm acquiring the Japanese knife company called Kanazawa. Um, we entered into a letter of intent to get that deal done, but I have hit a wrinkle with that business that is potentially going to make us pull out. Um, I would say it's likely that we're going to pull out of that deal. What is really exciting and the silver lining is many months ago or several, I think a few months ago, I talked to another um, very small time entrepreneur with an e-commerce business that sells bamboo toilet paper. And I really like that product. I actually bought it and we use it at home. Um, I mean, we're bidet folk, so, but we still have bamboo toilet paper. Um, really, really liked it. And I thought that his expectations for what he could sell his company for were just way too high. It was one of those uh, sellers whose attitude is, oh, I've got, you know, I've put tons of work into this and, uh, you know, I've, I've put a lot of effort into this. And even though we don't have any sales, like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, buddy, all that matters are sales. But I do see huge potential here. He reached back out after we kind of ended our discussion um, a month or two ago. And he said, hey, look, I'm starting a full-time job. I got to move on from this business and I'm willing to do a deal at X. And that deal looks good to me and to my partner, Greg. So I have sent him an LOI and I've signed it. And hopefully he will sign it too. In which case I will be pulling out of the Kanazawa deal and entering into um, a potential agreement to acquire a bamboo toilet paper product and brand. The reason why I'm really excited about that one is because the current owner has not optimized his product and page for Amazon, but he's getting consistent Amazon sales anyways. In other words, Amazon wants to sell this product and is doing so, and he's not even doing it on purpose. So if we turn on kind of an Amazon optimization machine, I think we could probably, you know, 5, 10x the business overnight and recoup our costs in a matter of a couple of months. So 
very bullish and excited about that one. Not without risks. I mean, toilet paper is quite a crowded, um, commoditized industry, and it's sort of a price. It's a race to the bottom on pricing, and um, I don't want to be in that particular race. But I'm hoping that the bamboo, sustainable, kid-friendly, you know, no bleach, um, safe, safer, non-toxic. Um, value propositions will help us support a higher price point than, you know, typical toilet paper. Last couple of things that I want to remind myself of, like the last couple of weeks, I have fallen into the NFT rabbit hole. I'm like Alice in Wonderland. I've learned about them. I've gotten exposed to them. I've figured out how to buy them and sell them. And I can't stop buying the damn things. It appeals so much to the inner collector. I think all humans, to some extent, have like a tendency to collect. Well, NFTs are just made for that. But I've also learned the power of the communities behind these NFT collections. The most successful one that I bought is a Cryptoed, and I've talked about it before. But now that I have it, I've gotten a front row view of why the NFT is so much more than just a little picture. It's The picture is like half a fraction percent of the value and and purpose of these groups behind nfts and oh man i've been buying them i actually sold one and made a little bit of money on it and i can't stop buying them and they're pretty expensive and i'm gonna have to put the kibosh on that because my conviction is that holding ethereum and uh, bitcoin as layer one assets is the way to go as opposed to owning all these kind of tangential and derivative um, tokens. But alas, it's been amazing for my learning. It's been really fun. Uh, it has made a little bit of money. Um, I mean, my crypto, I bought it for five grand and now they sell for 35, 40 grand. Um, so that's been amazing appreciation. And now, of course, Greg and I, you know, Greg and I have to sort of restrain ourselves from all our ideas because there's just too many of them but greg's got an awesome nft kind of e-commerce type of idea and i'm really hoping we can dabble in that so future updates to come personal development note i've got to fix my sleep i've done a really good job in all the main buckets of my health you know physical and and mental and I'm working really hard on all this stuff, but I've not fixed my sleep. And I just imagine that if you had your sleep locked in, so it's like every night, same time, same routine, boom, you're asleep, wake up at the same time every morning. If you had that dialed in, I feel like that would be a superpower. And I also think it'll solve my energy inconsistency problems where you know some days I'm really tired in the afternoon and then some days I wake up early and some days I wake up a little later. So I bought an eight sleep for my mattress and that controls the temperature. So now my half of the bed is like super cold and it warms up gradually with my sleep cycles. And that's great. But the hard part is just the self-discipline of every night at 930, you know, do X, do Y, do Z, and then go to sleep. And that's so tough for me. I've never been a fan of going to bed and I've never been like a uh, consistent sleeper. So that's the big priority 
on the personal front. And that's a wrap for this week. We had a fun family weekend, went to the pumpkin patch yesterday, got some pumpkins and gourds to decorate for Halloween, and the kids are really enjoying that. And today we went downtown to Fall for Greenville, the annual big kind of music festival in Greenville, and it was a ton of fun too. Cheers.